0: Hey group chat, Shade here, reporting live from Florida. Still, if you didn't see, we were not so great about posting on social media because we were having so much fun, but your girls were in Miami. We went down for Art Basel and specifically to cover Black artists, another division of our basil called soul basil we'll have more on that coming up we're gonna have a whole miami episode a miami vlog just lots of content coming your way with that being said we do not have a new episode this week so we decided to re-release our pilot episode for those who may have never heard it or haven't gone back to listen it's so crazy to see our growth we're coming up on over three years as we reflect we are just so so proud of how far we've come this episode is really, you know, the epitome of why we started because we love to chat we love to get into just current events what was happening in the world crazy to hear that you know a lot of the things that we were talking about years ago are still pretty relevant but wanted to give you guys a little something for those who have listened to this before we apologize more is coming soon for those this is your first time listening if you love it go back we've got hundreds of episodes for you to hear so tune in we hope you love it the format's totally different there's no read on replies all that stuff it's very very different so look at how far we've come tell us if you like it and stay tuned for more
1: hey group chat i know y'all see my text there's tea to be spilled each week we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture news dating and our lives as black millennial women we're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can this is black girls texting with chelsea glenn and Shadé. Welcome to Black Girls Texting, our very first podcast. Woo, woo, woo. Hey. <laughs> this is I'm Chelsea. I'm speaking right now. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Texting. Spelled just like how it sounds, but we're so excited to talk to y'all.
2: Word. So a little bit about how we came to be. Well, I was doing a project for my masters, and I was thinking a lot about like Uncensored conversations that Black women have, and in my class, we we're talking about like it, everything goes down in like the the hair salon. But mm-hmm. I feel like and it, that still is the case, but it's still kind of like outdated in terms of like our <laughs> generation.
0: Not my hair salon, <laughs> right?
2: Not mine. Like I just want to get in and out of there, especially if I'm getting my hair braided at the Africans. So we were, it happens in the group chat. So and our group chat go it spans like it goes politics, down. like yeah. culture. A lot of personal tea. The hose, Exactly. So (laughs) we're bringing all of that into this platform.
0: Absolutely. So I'm Sade, and today we're going to talk about some touchy subjects that have popped up in the chat. Mm -hmm. As you all know, there's a lot of craziness going on that you're seeing on the shade room. It's the end of days. It's the end of days. (laughs) It's monsooning today on a Tuesday. (laughs) But um. I think we got some interesting perspectives. So, Chelsea, you want to kick it off?
1: Yeah. Um Something that we've been talking about a lot in our chat is the tendency of white people to call the police on black people. This has come up time sure. and time again. It's getting really popular in the news, especially with that Starbucks shit that just happened.
2: Um And I Please found... Please excuse my macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. Why did you How support that? How dare you them? come in here with that? And Throw macchiato. that out. that's mad. Like, is this... Two thousand and six. Why who's still drinking those? <laughs> get a get a press juice, sis.
1: Anyways, um yeah. <laughs> so basically I found this New York Times article. Um, yeah, because black girls do read. Um <laughs> and the article basically spoke about all the different reasons why a white person might call the police on a black person. Are there reasons? Reason one, napping in a dorm lounge. Oh. So you might have heard about this. This black girl at Yale was sleeping. Um, working on her papers it was 1:30 a.m. She presented her ID. Police got called. Bullshit. Eh. Reason number two: shopping. Three eh. teenagers um, were looking for last-minute deals at Nordstrom Rack. Um, they paid for their things, left. Were followed by police. Police. Um, the what, some white person called the police on them because they looked suspicious. Um, reason number three leaving an Airbnb. Mm. Three black people loaded suitcases into their car after staying at an Airbnb in California. Um, But they were halted by a police officer um, after a neighbor suspected that they were burglars. Wow. (laughs) Reason number four, touring a college campus. These weren't black people. So people of color, we all get a little bit of these beautiful calls on us. Um, They were Native Americans um, touring Colorado State University, A parent felt worried, you know, they looked suspicious, they had weird t-shirts on, she said, and she called the police on them. Teenage boys, like, touring to go to college. Reason number four, or five, I don't even know what number I'm up to now, golfing. Some black people were golfing, because black people are allowed to golf in 2018. And
2: the police got
1: called on them. What the fuck? Um, Look these stories up, people. I'm not making this up.
2: So they had clubs and everything. Like, they're on the court. Let
1: me read exactly. Let me quote. Quote the New York Times, an owner and employees of Grandview Golf Club in Dover Township, Pennsylvania, a.k.a. Pennsylvania. Mm. Kind of a racist state. I wonder
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, to say. With all you had to say was Pennsylvania. Know. Oh, cause uh-huh. we know actually. Call
1: the police on a group of black women who they said were playing too slowly on April twenty first. Oh, Officers God. left the oh, golf goodness. course after they quickly determined that this was not a police issue. Jeez. <laughs> Um, and then we all know about the Starbucks incident. Some guys were in Starbucks having a business meeting about real estate. How many of us have had meetings in Starbucks? Or like, just went to the bathroom. Or just went to the bathroom. And they they and market sorted, themselves as like a place there. that you can go. It's an open door kind of policy. Right. And they got the police called on them. And maybe you've seen this disgusting video of... Um, Well, there's two at Waffle House. We live in New York, so we don't have Waffle House here. But if you live somewhere with Waffle House, fuck them. Don't go there. Not only did they drag a woman to the ground, had her titties exposed after she was like, you know, got into an argument, but it wasn't a dramatic argument where you had to do that to someone. Um, And then they took a guy who also went to Waffle House. Um, This guy was taking his sister to prom. They slammed him up against the, the ground. Like, it's just crazy. And... And police aside, how they treat black people, I just wanted to address the fact that white people, when mm-hmm. they call the police on black people, do they understand the ramifications that those things have? Like no. the, the interactions that black people have with police right. officers tend to escalate. Exactly. Very quickly. Me, myself, I'm terrified of police. I don't want to get near them.
2: Never.
0: Right. It's crazy to think about that because... A lot of white people are like, well, what can I do? And how can I be an ally? And it's like, word, okay, that's cute. But like, talk to your cousins and your uncles and your aunts that will be quick to call the cops on people touring a school.
1: Yeah. And like, so I was on Twitter looking at, you know, looking at this topic and it's pretty popular right now on Twitter. Um... Jay I think that's how you need to say her Twitter name. Hey, Jay. But she tweeted, um, why don't we, black people, call the cops on white people like they do us? Mm. Do our unconscious biases make them seem non-threatening slash
2: criminal? Or do we not see police as protection? The latter, for me at least. <laughs> I ne- I would never in my life want to even fool around with the cops. Like If I could not involve them, I'm probably going to call like my father first, if some yep. shit is popping off. Yeah. Like, you just... I've just seen things get too crazy. Like, I just feel like I i might be in need and I would call the police and I'm going to end up being the person who's doing wrong. Like... Yo, do you remember the very last resort, you know?
1: Do you remember when, I don't know if you were there, Glenn, but I remember Shade, you were there when we went to Pearls. Shout out to Pearls. (laughs) Um, Trinidad, Trinidad, Trinidadian own. Um, basically, we went to Pearls, we were hanging out, hanging out, and I was mad, like, shaken up because Right before I got there. Do you remember, Shade? This white guy. I remember this. Okay. Yes. Yes. Was like kicking down my door. like terrifying. So basically my mom goes to Trinidad every year because she's Miss Miss Carnival. Mm -hmm. And so I was in the apartment by myself and I was doing uh, laundry and it overflowed into this white guy's apartment. And like, all right, I fucked up. I'm sorry. But it did not warrant him coming up. And kicking my door, as soon as like, I realized it was overflowing, I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. He was like, open up the fucking door, open up the fucking door. Kicking it like a psychopath. And I was like, I'm by myself, you're scaring me. I literally said that. I'm by myself, you're scaring me. I called my sister and she's like, call the police. I could not, not call the police. Mm. I was terrified of the police getting involved. In fact, yeah. I, I called 911 and I said, could you all go to 5G? That's his apartment because he's under me. And they were like, well, we would have to go to your apartment because you called the police. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. Called my neighbor. Yep. And my neighbor helped diffuse the situation.
0: That's crazy. I feel you. I like Licious's. Is it is it Jaylicious's? Licious. <laughs> <laughs> I like her other yeah. point, though, on, like, <laughs> do we not find them as threatening as they find us? Because I mm-hmm. will find myself, like, walking through... Saratoga Park, shout out Best Eye, shout out Macon Street. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'll find myself like walking through the park at night where pre gentrification that was like not a thing. Like, and there will yeah. be like white people kind of like running around with their dogs. But I'm not gonna lie, and y'all gonna flame me up, fellas. I, I know what I yeah. you are gonna say, because I agree with you low key, key probably. probably. So, Gosh. There might be a, a black person in the park too with their hoodie on or their dog, and I'm like, but I'm not threatened by the white
2: person. I know.
0: And that's really sad. I don't know what sad. that's about. I,
2: I know. We, we, I mean, it's not our fault, necessarily. But I also, well, okay, there's two things at play here. Probably our own position as, like, kind of black people of privilege. Um, there's a dash of that. You know? And this becomes, like, an unfamiliarity with a certain kind of lifestyle or aesthetic or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, for the record, like, naturally paranoid of everybody, so I don't really care. <laughs>
0: like, I'm equal opportunist, I'm paranoid. Yeah,
2: yeah, anybody can get it. But it's crazy. <laughs> like, today, there was a man standing on the... There's a child, like, running up and down the street, right? And I'm like, oh, kid, whatever. Then there's a man just standing on the corner, just standing there. And I never, like put two and two together that maybe he's waiting for this child. Like, I'm thinking there's just a man standing on the corner. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you standing stand there? Like, thing. is there something you're supposed to be... Like, what are you doing? He didn't even have a phone in his hand. I'm why like, you maybe, loitering? He, maybe he's up to something. Like, my... Damn, Glenn. Good you not terrible. a cop. It's terrible. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Shit. You got to try to undo that, though. But it's I feel so you. Like, we, we're being fed the same shit that white people Exactly. Are being fed. There's yeah.
2: levels. They're pumping this stuff for into sure. us. Especially, like...
0: I know you were just in Alabama if you want to like plug that real quick. But when you you go to the South, I feel like I'm like,
2: (laughs) (gasps) yeah. Okay. So that was a seriously complex situation. Right. Um, so yeah, I was traveling through Alabama. I'm doing this travel story for National Geographic on the civil rights trail. Very, very popping. So I started the trip, um, in Birmingham and then I drove to Selma, um, Selma is so interesting because so much happened there um, during the civil rights movement, like such a place of change, right? Uh, So we're in this church called Brown Chapel, which is where they organized the march to Montgomery. Mm. And there's a project right across the street. It's sort of in this like gated in community. And like, it's mind blowing to me that in Brown Chapel, like where Martin Luther King like preached from the pulpit, they were organizing. There's this project now across the street where there's serious gang violence, drugs, all this stuff. And like the week before we got there, apparently like 200 rounds had been let off there. I don't know, and it starts. It, you know, makes you think about just like the state of black life right now, and it's very like uh, ironic, I guess, that these two things are in the same place. But furthermore, right, like you're talking about like the like how you engage with black folks different right. places, right? In Birmingham, I'm saying hi to everyone. It feels very sweet and nice. And those are black people as well, black, white, whatever we're speaking. But Selma, it was like a different thing. It's like people are sitting on their stoops and they're in front of like, their homes are like run down. Like, I'm just like, how is anybody even living there? Mm -hmm. And we're speaking, but I noticed a a sense of like hesitation in myself Mm -hmm. that I had to check. I'm like, yo, there's some kind of bias or weird like privilege that you're giving off right now in this moment yeah but anyway check your privilege yeah i had to check my privilege honestly and it was very crazy to me because i I had been thinking that going to the south that like the enemy or the person that i would fear the most would be the white man oh sorry that would be the the person i would fear the most would be the white man right and i did have that kind of like fear because i saw confederate flags everywhere and that shit made me like tense up but then there were moments when i walked into i remember walking into a chitlin restaurant and i was like all right Walk in there like you are not a little nervous. Hold
0: on. I just need to... Cl- There's a, a <laughs> there was, restaurant dedicated to chitlins?
2: It was. My dad had to go there. It was Wait, called. have it you said eaten It hot those? chitlin plates. Have you and eaten po- I've never, No. Vegan life, boo. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like... I don't know. It, that's a whole complex thing. But the, the last thing was that... So I'm kind of like dealing with this all in my mind. Like seeing black people living this kind of way. It was really fucking heartbreaking. Especially in this place where so much change happened. And then I watched... Five black boys be pulled over by the police. Um, and they were just it was hot as fuck that day, like 90 degrees in the south. And they had on like khaki pants like they were coming from school and they were all shirtless. And cops just pulled up on them, like bumped up on the sidewalk, and were like, Hold up, what's going on here? And and in that moment I was like, This is so fucked up, right? right. It when at the same time, maybe I had been making assumptions about black people blocks before right Mm -hmm. but then in that moment to see them be pulled over by the cops was really i don't know it was eye-opening in this way me and my father just drove up and down we we just kept turning around the block and driving around and around just so that we could like watch and see what happened what's going on like because if we could be witnesses we would be i don't know
0: i'm gonna plug us real quick though because this is the whole point of of why we have these conversations, yeah. right? Like we aren't the only black people thinking about these things. Mm-hmm. And it's not just so much to like educate white people. Cause that's not our jobs and that's not mm-hmm. what we came here to do, but it's really like to have the dialogue because I'm sure there's so many other people that feel this way. Right. And it's like, how do you navigate spaces? How do you figure all this shit out when in the span of 10 minutes, you could have
2: such Vast opinion. Exactly. Yeah, it's really it's, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. That
1: that um there was a like a blackish episode that kind of talked about um I think it was the oldest son Dre he got into Harvard, Howard yeah which mm-hmm. is a HBCU mm-hmm. and Stanford are we gonna do explore, uh, explanatory commas? <laughs> I guess so. It's happening. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Don't nah, know, nah. I'm I mess with know you. What that is
0: shout out to Code Switch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um and like they were talking about how at Howard, like something that was so incredible for Dre Junior was seeing the diversity amongst black people. Yeah. Like mm. that there were so different so many different types and I feel like that's why that's why I love our group chat. Like there's people with single parents, there's people who, you know, their parents have been married their whole life, there's people with it's just like all different sorts of people. Yeah. <laughs> but you but we're all black
2: exactly and i mean i went to howard and i saw that firsthand i remember when i first whew, girl, y'all got issues but I'm coming into myself right oh my god it's like therapy yeah no because when i first went to howard uh i was the only one well i had friends that were also going to howard with me but of my like really close friends no one was going to hbcus and i would go to visit their campuses i remember coming to visit Sade and i was like yo this is crazy there's like white yeah, after a while I I think I went there once and I thought it was cool and then I went back and I was like, Oh, fuck out of here. This shit is <laughs> sus as hell. Why am I in this white ass dorm? It was just like, "Whoo, girl, I don't know how you did that. But I remember when I first was on campus, my mom was like I told my mom I wanted to go to a diverse school and she was like, There's diversity in blackness. Like mm. and it
0: Yes I, it took me until
2: I graduated to see that.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I I'm gonna segue yeah. into another topic that we've been discussing in the chat Mm -hmm. just because this made me think of it so the azealia Azealia banks Banks. cardi b clapbacks Mm. and you have two all right i'm not gonna put homegirl on a pedestal azealia banks is seemingly of this more educated Educated. black woman whereas cardi b is the antithesis of that or mm-hmm. so this is the rhetoric azalea banks is trying to spit you child don't get lost in the sauce
2: <laughs> right which is what people people were saying was super classist um yeah and so ugh, there's so many levels to this that i think is interesting so hold on i have some i want to just read a couple of things that uh azalea banks had said so i think on twitter she called azalea banks an illiterate untalented rat
1: Oh, she called Cardi B Cardi that. Cardi B. B. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. Zaley Banks called Cardi B that. So she's on a, she's doing an interview with um. Imagine if she was wife, would that be okay? That I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um so DJ Envy brings it up, which is hilarious because she was shading him the whole time. She was just trying to like side with Charlemagne, um, calling, yeah, whatever. But Leonard, Yeah, you know, they were like, we're both misunderstood, blah, blah, blah. But DJ Envy asks her. About it. And she's like, yeah, I said it because Cardi B is essentially a caricature of black women. She goes on to say, two years ago, the conversation surrounding black women's culture was really reaching an all time high. There's just this real, there was just this really, really, really intelligent conversation going on nationally. And then everything just kind of changed. And then it was like Cardi B. Um, I don't know. So wait, let me just see if there's anything else. Oh, she says, I'm just talking about this caricature of black women that black women themselves would never be able to get away with. Like, if my spelling and grammar was that bad, I'd be canceled. So, okay, Azalea's yeah. has a
1: complex. Mm. Like, I think, I don't know. What what did she mean when she was, like, black, pe- black women themselves? Is she saying that Cardi's not black enough? Because she's Dominican as well?
2: I know, because it seems to say, like, if I... By her saying... If my spelling and grammar was that bad, I'd ne- I'd be canceled. It feels like she's alluding to, like, colorism right. to me. But I thought it was interesting that she said, like, she's she's portraying this caricature of black woman that black women couldn't get away with. Which is, like, society says that the way Cardi B is performing is not okay. So isn't it kind of, like, revolutionary that she's on a pedestal doing all these things that are not, like, quote-unquote, like, respectable for a black woman? Mm.
0: I think... That it's controversial, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, she's from the Bronx. She has, what, a high school diploma mm-hmm. and started and started stripping and making her money. Like, we do have these rappers, you know, I mean, T.I. thinks he's Webster's out here. And, like, <laughs> Sounds a lot crazy. of people <laughs> reaching, but, like, you know what? He's trying. I'm even thinking about this in the moment as I'm just, like, talking, like, That's almost even more so of us trying to get this seat at the table because, one, yes, you do not have to be educated. Like, education is not equated to whiteness, but, like, we are allowed to have our own culture and through that our own expression and the way we speak and vernacular. And, you know, nobody... Cardi's not writing a thesis on every Instagram post if she doesn't use their, there and there correctly. Like, that's not what she's out here doing. And then... Azealia is funny to me because there's literally videos of her like dancing to Bodak Yellow. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I feel like she is really reaching for attention mm-hmm. and she's able to find a space through twisting it into this, like, she's tearing the black woman down. And I just don't
1: think that that's fair.
2: Anything yeah. you want to add, Chelsea?
1: I don't know, yo. Like, this is... It's so complicated. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it does kind of make me uncomfortable that, like, the wom- the black woman who, like, white people seem to love is Cardi B. And she's, Agreed. like... And, granted, she might be being herself. And, and let me just put this out there. I fucking love Cardi B, so I'm not a hater at all. Like, she's Trinian Dominican. I fucks with her. But... She is not what, she's not necessarily who I would want to represent me. Now, I'm not saying that's her job to represent me, but I do find it interesting that white people like to see us when we're acting like that. I agree. Yeah. Like and it's come to, they like that. Like even Tiffany Haddish, like people fucking love her. White people love her. They and do. She, she's talented. She's amazing. But let's be honest. She plays that role all the time. That like hood black chick all the time. Right. And that's, that's not all we are. I mean, that is that is one type of black woman. Right. That is a real black woman. But that's not all we are. And it seems like white people love that version the most. Yeah.
2: I don't know. You know, I totally agree. Cause, well, another thing that I think um, Azalea Banks was getting at, she thought that cardi b is basically like an insurgent or something cardi b alongside all these other rappers that glorify like taking um prescription pills and drinking lean like why these all these artists are backed by all this this money and all of these like record companies that are run by powerful white men like why are those images that are being pushed to the forefront for like young people of color to absorb and like imitate (laughs) well i is it I'm gonna sound conspiracy? like a Hotep. Right? Yeah, is it a conspiracy? I got an OD conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy, theory. right? Like, I feel
1: like, since some, I feel like I read somewhere or somebody tweeted somewhere that, that the music industry, like, that they're investing in like private prisons, so it makes sense for them to push that agenda. Is that real? I don't know. Oh,
2: I saw that I've too! Heard this,
1: so maybe that's why, but also I don't know if that's true.
2: But I don't you, saw, you saw that it. on one of them Hotep uh Instagram pages? Yep,
1: like like black kings and queens. <laughs> exactly. Fuck white people. Yeah. It's one of them accounts.
2: And yeah, the icon is like an ankh <laughs> and that is with like mad colors. Nefertiti. A black yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because I feel like it's a little bit hypocritical of her to say all of this and, you know, it's an agenda and they're using us, but then like why are you here like tearing people down? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's true. She's all, exactly. It's like, because white people, all right, maybe they don't. I'm, I'm also going to sound like a hope tap again, but I think white people like seeing us fight. Like, I they like, like seeing Santa. fight.
2: So I'm sure they do. <laughs> Real hu- oh, yeah, night. you're right. I was just in the middle of watching Basketball Wives. <laughs> oh, my I God. Here. I missed Basketball
1: Wives last <laughs> night. Was it good? It's good. All I'm saying Jackie is when Christie. we
0: pop, we need to get paid by VH1, uh, any hotep <laughs> accounts, <laughs>
2: multiple podcasts that we've mentioned oh, in the New York Times. But all
1: seriousness, was Basketball Wives
2: last night good? I, sta- I only started it. Um, oh, you couldn't, just you couldn't take it, Miss Jackie- Howard? Just kidding. I mean, no, honestly, I went on a, a, like a hiatus. I'm not watching any more of that stuff, but mm-hmm. I will watch Basketball Wives because... Uh Jackie Christie is fucking hilarious. Like I can't. Um, I've a caricature. I,
0: I think it's just us that watches that. Like I think it's like an inner black people thing that but but then I sit and I think about like Sandy at home. <laughs> she's forty. Right. And she's White watching.
1: Well, like, That's how I feel about comedy. Well, that was the whole thing. Wow, what's that show? It was like the Black SNL. Do you remember the Mar the uh, Wings? Oh, was it called Mad it called? TV? No, 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 in no. Oh, live in Living color. color. In Living color. I literally read like an article and wrote a paper about this. About like how there was such an issue about that because to black people it's all funny, but to like like white people it's like almost like you're um. A uh, 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 minstrel show,
2: yeah, like yeah,
1: even you know Dave, the Dave Chappelle show, like. So do we then like edit ourselves to make sure that we're appropriate for white for audiences? White
2: consumption? No. no, that's whack as fuck. But I feel you because I was but talking to But they're about seeing so
1: this, more- and they and 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 for some people, this is their only experience with black people, and
2: that's what they see. But that's another problem in general, right? In terms of representation, true. honestly, That's I feel true. like it yeah. is what it is because. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> I like, go. honestly, fuck it.
0: <laughs> I, honestly, like fuck it. No, because I'll never forget. I went to Wales when I was like eleven or twelve with my well chorus traveled. at the time. Ooh, <laughs> black girls travel too. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm in Wales for um, on tour with my chorus, and these Welsh people are like the Brooklyn Youth Choir. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn, have you seen a gun before? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! You're not even in a gang, and like that was their perception of Brooklyn. And yeah, I know you're gonna blast me on that accent. I don't know what it was, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I was just like, um no, I've I've never seen a gun. Oh, they asked if there are crackheads, if I've ever seen crack, like really, really crazy I've questions that at times like didn't oh, yeah. offend me. I was just like, oh, y'all are mad ignorant. Right. Now, I'm just in London last summer, and I'm like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. And people are like, Brooklyn, oh, my God, Jay-Z, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. the coolest places, Williamsburg, like, right. like as though it's the coolest, safest place in the world. Right. So it's just like, people are ignorant, and I'm not going to change myself to play into their ignorance and make it yeah. so that you know they
2: can be comfortable like yeah. that's just
0: bullshit well
2: that's interesting so uh cardi said um what oh, was her response cardi's alleged ghost which, written. Which i know replied. i'm like i'm sorry her publicist wrote that probably maybe i think they collaborated
0: No. even if she <sighs> did like whatever
2: together. yeah i mean a lot of people sent out statements from other via uh Publicist, right? I'm just gonna say, what? Cardi,
0: live your best life. And if you're listening to Black Girls Texting, we, we love, love you. you. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, send us some money, but uh,
2: <laughs> I love watching her win, though. For for real, like somebody was I pointing out how, like, on, at the Met Gala or whenever you see her publicly, she always looks a little scared in her eyes. Like mm. she's, still she's still not still comfortable. Girl. Yeah, she's still regular. I Dracula, saw her
1: in Zara, and she was mad shy. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Cardi, Cardi, um, can, I'm Trini too. Can I take a picture with you? And she was like. Yeah, like she was mad timid. I was expecting some huge oh personality. God. She's like, she's not, I don't think she's comfortable in this fame yet.
2: Yeah, so, so she says, I'm from the hood. I speak how I speak. I am how I am. I did not choose to be famous. People chose me. Mm. People followed me on Instagram and the people gave me a platform to introduce my talent. I never asked to be an example or a role model. I don't want to change my ways because I'm famous. Real. That's what mm. I just, that's what I just mind my business. Oh, okay. She <laughs>
0: did write that herself.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. She's so wrong. Chase. Um, and then she goes on to say, "This coming from a woman that bleached her skin but wants to be an advocate, advocate. goodbye. I'm not apologizing or killing myself because of who I am. Uh, and then one more part. So because I points out,, uh, oh, oh, actually no, this is not This is a response from Azealia Banks. Which now I'm kind of tired of her, to be honest, after having this conversation with you all. I was kind of caping for her to an extent. You know I Not wasn't. Not caping, I was seeing both sides. <laughs> I was seeing I'll both sides.
1: That. But now it just kind of seems like she's just, is it kind of being a bully? Like, what's the like point? Like, she knows she can out-talk Cardi, so she, that's what she's doing. Azealia, oh my God.
0: you have an album about to drop. You did your Anna tour. Yes, we get it. This is your I PR. Hear song.
2: Listen to this nastiness, y'all. I'm so sorry to cut you off. But she says, you're illiterate. You're a baby mama- for baby oh, mama, god. your baby mama four or five to a man who has women crawling out of woodworks, what? Who has women crawling out of the woodworks with kids? Then she says you're a real life episode of Maury, sis. I was just telling somebody that sis is so shady. This I is like fucked sis. Up. The fact that your overall statisticness is being merited—that is just oh my god. As success is a clear indication that the suits backing you are using you as a weapon against Black women's consciousness and culture.
1: <sighs> uh, oh nice. tap i mean cardi is probably being used i will say that but Azalea's what are you doing though you're not support like it's not like you're supporting her in any way you're just tearing her down right like i don't know
0: there's su- such a different way to go about this if such a this is way. the the root of your issue but mm-hmm. it really just seems like jealousy and even on things that she's yeah. done herself like the skin bleaching, which now she talks about the hyperpigmentation and mm-hmm. she tried to bring it back to, oh, well, I'm dark skin, so hyperpigmentation. But I've watched those videos of her talking about bleaching her skin and I never once heard her talk about that. Yeah, so she's a there's that. And then she was going to get her butt done. Like, just.
1: Oh, my God. Did you see the picture that Hennessy, uh, Cardi sister, yeah, posted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of I got to show it to you. She's
0: Ass in, like, out. this denim thong. But oh, she, I
2: remember when she wore like, that. She's like, this your yeah. advocate? She looked crazy. She was
0: trying to gain weight to get her butt done.
2: She was texting Remy Ma about what to do about her vagina. Yes. She oh wanted, God. like, maybe a labiaplasty or something. Yes.
1: What's wrong with her vagina?
2: She said it. I think she literally said to Remy Ma that it looked like roast beef curtains. She, down I think there. she did. I Which she some
1: that. I actually did for my research, and some women do have roast beef curtains because I also listened to what's that other podcast with with my with, my, with the love of my life Lip Angela. Service. Yes, yes. Lip service, um, and that's just shout, shout out. To that's some uh, people's hey, vagina. Man, it
0: is what it is, Azealia. But
2: whatever, it's, all vaginas it's are It's whatever. I'm <laughs> just
0: saying you can't go as as knocking clean. someone. And then, you know, you got your own skeletons in your closet. I just don't think that that's right. I think that everything she's doing is just a big PR play. So shout outs to you. Hope your album does well.
1: (laughs) I don't mean that.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isaiah going to come here and beat your ass. She's from New York. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I just realized all the pop-in female artists are from New York.
2: Yeah, yeah. We holding it down. Yeah. Shout out to New York. We're from Brooklyn. Side note. Someone told me they saw JLo at Sotheby's over the weekend and that she looked very old. Don't, like, believe J-Lo's don't believe it. JLo is my queen. It. All right. Fake news. None of, none of, none of, we're just going to edit that out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I that. didn't say
1: it. Someone
2: <laughs> told me.
0: I don't need JLo coming for me. I'm just saying. Anyway, All the mamitas. That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hey, BGT
0: listeners, have you ever seen a vitamin water display at your local store? It's like walking into an actual rainbow. Is it just me or are the flavors of vitamin water insanely attractive? Plus, with titles like Energy, Revive, Focus, Refresh, Essential, Power C, and Triple X, it's easy to pick a flavor to match your vibe. The real flex is flavor. Don't forget to check out the newest flavors, Gutsy Watermelon Peach and Look Blueberry Hibiscus.
1: Hey B G T family, it's your girl Chelsea Pinky. I know these are very strange times, you know, we've been in quarantine for over a year now and things are slowly but surely going back to normal. But for some of us we might need a little help in terms of our mental health and all that we've been going through. I just started speaking to a therapist and it's been a great experience for me. Talkspace makes it super easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your home. You can start messaging with a therapist the same day that you sign up, which is pretty cool. You don't have to wait for any appointments, you know, scheduling that with you know going back to work and all the other things that are happening are is difficult. I also think it's important to talk to someone who's licensed and a professional because sometimes you go to your family or your friends and confide in them and you don't actually get any practical advice. So Talkspace is an incredible option if you need to talk to someone who is licensed, who is professional. If you match with a licensed therapist when you go on to Talkspace.com, you'll get $100 off your first month with the promo code BGT. That's B-G-T, of course, for Black girls texting. And that's $100 off when you use BGT at Talkspace.com. Trust me, the hardest part is getting started. Love ya.
0: Hey, group chat. It's your girl Sade here, and Sprite Winter Spice Cranberry is back and now available with zero sugar. Enjoy the cool, crisp taste of the Sprite you love, refreshed with tart cranberry and a warm spice blend that's perfect for the holidays. And now we are back with more Black Girls Texting. So what do we think now, with all this being said, about the status of Black women, um, Cardi B can't talk this way and behave this way because it makes us look bad, even the way that we express ourselves through our hair, our nails, our makeup is ghetto, but then it's Yep. cool mm-hmm. when oh when, when a kardashian, kardashian does, does, it. does it exactly yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna hit y'all with the segue i feel like i am like a segue what is she about to say right. a segue i'm like <laughs> i'm hit, on, a hit us with the segue honestly like buy me a little like segue thing <laughs> and then i'll come into the podcast like it'll just usher us <laughs> on uh, to the uh, next yeah, yeah 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 um, so <laughs> I wanted to talk about, so I'm going to plug myself. I, I love me some fashions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got the CFDA. Now tell us what that is. Comma Council of Fashion Designers of America. Oh, sounds fancy. Yes. Super fancy. So they are giving Miss Kim Kardashian West the first ever <laughs> influencer award. So this is a totally new award. Right, Apparently, percent. Tommy Hilfiger thought that this would be a great idea um, because it of is,
1: is it is with the times. Yeah, it is
0: with the times. Influencers are very important. We see them on blogs and is Instagram. that what influencer
2: means in terms of social media? I believe and- it's social we are media. Influencers. Yes,
0: <laughs> that you go, Chelsea Rojas. Yeah, go ahead, put that out there, um, Chelsea Pinky
1: on Instagram.
0: <laughs> but I think it's it's pretty interesting that she's going to be the first person to receive this award. Yeah. And real quick side note, the award's taking place at the Brooklyn Museum. Issa Rae is hosting. Oh, my God. Shout, outs How we get in Shout when out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Issa. It?
1: When is it? Oh, believe- yeah, Glenn. Write right that you're press. I, I know. Let's <laughs> I believe it's finesse. June
0: 1st. Uh, if anyone's listening, they got <gasps> some press passes. I mean, we yeah, we are Oh, passes. girl. <laughs> Black girl sexting offline. review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um so yes. So Wait, but why didn't Issa get it? Issa's out Issa of Let's talk about she's, it. She's hosting. Issa Hold on. A, let's 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 get the she's, quotes she's out. A, okay, right. Let's, let's get she's the like quote. Chill looks. Tommy Hilfiger said, Oh, it's fashion." She if you have think have about influencers and how they've changed our industry, I think we should acknowledge that. Cool. So the board agreed. Um and and Miss Kim herself retweeted the announcement and added, OMG, OMG. OMG, <laughs> heart, eyes, emojis. So I think this is very interesting because while I will give her her credit where her credit is due. She's gorgeous. A lot of what they, mm-hmm. they do is just taking bits and pieces from black culture facts. and putting it on this pedestal. Facts. And... We, like you guys said, don't get away with that type of stuff. Right. So for her to get this influencer award based on influence that she's gained from looks and and just right. Every she's been influenced by us. Right. She doesn't. Where's set, our influencer award? She reward? doesn't set trends.
2: <laughs> she doesn't come up with new things. No, as, absolutely as She's not. pulling from the archives of black style and. I mean Culture. I'm just gonna say
0: she wore this Versace dress to the Met Gala after party. Naomi wore it already.
2: Oh Really? Yes. Oh my god, I
0: didn't
1: know
2: that. And the same it. the same dress. Slame dress. J- slame
1: <laughs> Slam Same dress. Same yeah. dress. Okay, so if Kim didn't get it though, who would get it?
2: I mean, I I want to say Rihanna, but she just won something.
1: And she's also... Is Rihanna an influencer? She's a singer. (sighs)
2: Okay. See, I'm thinking about who has... I'm thinking of the word influence, like who influences the culture.
1: I think it's different. I think, like, an influencer has to do with, like, like, online presence and apps and things like that. I'm not sure, but, like, I feel like YouTubers are influencers, tweeters, people who are, like, famous for for not necessarily... Talent. I mean, okay, maybe
0: if we're gonna keep it one hundred, Kim has done some pretty impressive work with her beauty
2: line, with Kimogis. her fragrances, her Kimojis. And let's not forget she used to be wearing BB, right? And now, <laughs> right?
1: And holding Paris Hilton's purse, exactly. Right.
2: So she has uh, come very
1: far. Up. She came out in know? her fashion.
0: So I mean, the glow up could be imp- partially due to. Mr. Kanye West, mm-hmm, prayers mm-hmm. out for Kanye West. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that another time. Oh, poor guy. but that's a that's a black man influencing this white woman telling her how to dress, like how to have this kind of like finesse. I don't know. Like, I always listen to my father, and he's like, "You know, something I love about black people, especially black women, is no matter what we hold ourselves to a certain standard. You know, your grandma would always Mm, have her hair done. mm -hmm. She would always, you know, look presentable. I'll never forget this. My grandmother, bless her soul, had oxygen. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend at the time, was coming over to meet her. He was white. And, (laughs) all right, Chelsea. (laughs) anyways and she was like hold on and had to powder her face oh, and put a wig on to sit in the bed <laughs> yes. it was like okay eliza
2: right and yeah. i think a lot about a lot of that at at a certain time was like you don't want your neighbors to talk bad about you yes. you not the street looking crazy they're going to be wondering what what's going on in that house right, right.
0: but also i think right. it was a, a Having that sense of pride when we didn't even have anything, exactly, mm. which is a gift and a curse. I think it's great to be prideful and to kind of like show that in your the way you present yourself. But that also has gotten us so caught up in the you know keeping up with the Joneses. You got yeah. Jordans and and all this stuff, but your your credit's not right, right? Yeah,
2: well, that's another thing entirely.
0: I know we could we could we could go on and on and on on these types. Y'all got of things. good credit. Do I even um, have credit? Well, oh yeah, I forgot. You know, we're working on <laughs> I'm working that. on building we're that. Re- we're working on building that. Uh, <laughs> how at the black girls texting, follow our financials, and, and we'll see where we get. We're learning. We're learning. But I think it's really important that we don't, like, call things ghetto or ratchet or, you know, yeah. like, I jokingly love to call my nails like ratchet nails, but, like, in a sense of pride of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, like, and you're always
1: done. Isn't
0: that crazy, though? Like, five years ago, if you had long acrylics, people would think that you were crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was not
2: acceptable. Oh, God. It's giving me anxiety, because I'm, now I'm thinking about Khloe Kardashian with her long, coffin-shaped nails. Yeah. Yes.
1: Or at Coachella, everybody, every white girl had cornrows. Every yeah.
0: white girl had cornrows. Everybody had... Uh, aggressive bronzer
1: on mm-hmm. <laughs> a colored lip. What's her name? Well, our friend Noel has a fucking lip line. And then who's that? Who's Gucci man? Keisha K.O.R. Keisha K.O.R. I remember like back in the day, she would have all them like, I used to call them Jamaican lips, <laughs> like them colorful ass lips. But at Coachella, all them white girls had like a yep. blue lip, a purple lip, yep. an orange lip. Like that's our shit.
2: Right. And they all wear colorful ass, um, lace fronts too.
1: Oh my God. Yes. yes. They love a lace they front love now. A line so like Pasa lace Pasa front. dance yeah. hall queen.
2: Yeah. Oh God. I mean, We've been doing
1: this. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: It's really, really crazy. And like that's it's crazy. slowly, it's like they, they take little things over time. Like, I'm even thinking about this Dapper Dan
1: yeah. Gucci collab. Oh, my god! Like, Be Gucci honest. was
0: suing Dapper Dan when he was making these, mm. you know, back in the 80s and 90s, he was making these knockoffs. And once he got really popular, they were like, oh, oh, no, black man, you're not doing this. Yeah.
2: And then went and copied styles that he even had. It's It's, right. it's crazy. And then they brought him in. I almost don't know how I feel about that partnership. A- he needs a seat at the table. But the seat guess, at the table. Exactly. It's like Virgil.
0: Maybe you guys mm. we need a, a little like glossary of our sayings because
1: Oh my god, we should start one. Right? Because i
2: oh feel my like God this we is- could make our own acronyms for texting. <laughs> oh know? yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all right, bear with us. The- a seat at the table. Okay. A No. Yeah, S- yeah.
0: That's a extra. A, a- T T. A sat man, like Exact, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, a, it's a seat he's at the table rocky. complex. Um, exactly. And, yeah, Virgil, I mean, it's amazing that he's going to be the head of menswear at Louis Vuitton, and he has his own line. But Wait, so does
1: he still get to keep his own line? I thought so he was giving up his so line. So he
0: does keep his own line, but in a way, it seems like even after all his success with Off-White, because Off-White... Like, really blew up. up, you know? He gets that extra credit and that, like, extra validation. It's like a check to a check plus because <sighs> of the Louis Vuitton
2: Sign stamp off. of approval. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes getting those seats at, a t- at the table very, like, complicated, right? Like, why do you need that specific validation? And then you... do. You, I mean, have y'all ever wondered why you got an opportunity and if it was given to you for your race? Like, I remember... When I was in the Peace Corps, Michelle Obama came and I was chosen to like be in this special like round table discussion with her. And there were already two other black girls in the room and somebody, I was like, I can't believe they chose me. I was talking to this white guy that I'm friends with, somehow friends with. And he was like, oh, well, you know why they chose you, right? Oh, because you're black. And I was like,
1: what? Like, but then did you then feel that way?
2: Uh, no. Then I got in the room and I started talking to her, and I'm like, no, they chose me because I'm fucking smart. Hell yeah. My business. Right. And there's there's three black girls in this room. So, what are you saying? Right.
0: Did you guys give each other the black girl, like, sup? We just, yeah, in a way. The nod.
2: Yeah, we're bonded for life now. Bonded for life. But, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever experienced anything like that? I
0: mean, I'm trifling, and I'll be the first one to be like, hell yeah (laughs) yeah you need a you need a black woman in this boardroom yeah (laughs) okay and you'll take that handout right i'll take the handout but and i feel like i've talked to you guys about this too like i'm down to to play this role and then just flip the script on motherfuckers because don't let me be in a position of power to put people in a certain place because i'll put all my niggas in there. I'll be like, okay, now we're going to have Shaniqua, oh, Sherelle, Jamal, <laughs> all in the office. i it going be like, wow, this is you like, say Shirelle. Shirelle. Yeah. you know, I'm like just Cheryl? making up names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making up names because I, oh, I do know a Jamal. Oh, I do know a Shaniqua. I don't know a Sherelle. <laughs> I, like,
2: I actually like that name. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, that's what you do. I was talking to somebody about this recently, like, it's all about, like, gatekeepers, right? So mm-hmm. once you're given that position, you have to bring other people up with you. And then that's how you change the face of an industry. Hopefully. Well, that's good.
1: I feel like a lot of black people, unfortunately, don't do that, though.
2: Why do you, why do you think that?
1: Huh. I don't know. I've just been, like, in certain situations where, like, su- a lot of black people do. I'm going to say that. But I've been in certain situations where, like, black people become so successful and so powerful. And then they kind of forget that they're black
2: yeah like my boy was at the um,
1: my friend was at the Kentucky Derby recently and it's very super white space Um, most people there are of some sort of affluence influence whatever and he saw a few black people gave them the black man nod Mm -hmm. like yeah we in this white ass space together and they kind of like turned their head And like, I feel like that happens too. That's something that we also need to recognize and talk about and be real about. Mm. It's not all kumbaya always. Even think about when we went to Essence last year and, um, I think it was April Ryan, Angela Ray, or Rye, I forgot how to say her last name. Um, uh, Auntie Maxine. <laughs> what up? <laughs> um, and they were talking about their, their, um, experience on Washington and how Amorosa will do her best To If she's in a a space with them, to make sure that she's different from them. Like, Mm. separate herself from them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, skin folk is not Not always your kin folk. That's what they said. Like, And, like, I feel like I've experienced that, unfortunately. I've also experienced, like, getting help from black people. But I've also, and I think we need to be honest about it, black people are just, like, they get a little powerful and they get crazy.
0: I mean, okay, I won't lie. We've talked about this. I don't always love the black... Nod. She doesn't like
2: the nod. On, when
0: you're traveling.
2: she went to Trinidad. You have to do that. when. Oh my god.
0: Go and and my mom will be the first one. Like we'll go somewhere and there's like another black family. And she's like oh my god. Yes. yes. Hello. You up to
2: the table and you speak. Yes. And it's, yes. Like, and,
0: and oh it's a double edged sword for me because I feel like it's really dope. But then I feel like it just makes me feel even more like oh right because we're normally not in these spaces i can see
2: how you would say that i just
0: want to be like yo we out here like you out here we out here no whatever. but it's not like you can it's still like we out here yes it's like oh we that's my here. peoples yeah
2: as a diaspora as a family like we're a community yeah y'all weren't supposed to be there you are i'm
0: i'm i'm seeing that more now but at first
2: it was just like Ew. yeah cringy i guess I guess. I can't... Mm, mm, not guys. I like I've come, come a long way. No, I've sorry. come a long
0: way. We're going to have to have a relationship well, episode and oh, yeah. break it all down. A long way a l- to
1: the black penis. Oh, wow. Just putting that out there. Although yeah. it's quite light skin.
2: <laughs> I, I can't. Um, woo. So back to but Kim yeah. Kardashian. Well, actually, <laughs> I want to add two things to what uh, Chelsea was saying. Well... <laughs> real quick i mean whatever I've, I've been in spaces where i've gone over to black people and just like sit down and say what up and try to have that we're the only black people in the room thing and they look at me like i'm crazy and i'm like you don't know we're supposed to be doing this i don't know it's strange <laughs> to me because if i go in a room and there's all white people immediately i'm sca- i'm looking for black people I, that's where i go first and then maybe i'll go for a woman but she has to be like a little alternative looking. I, I just like try to fi- like find, like Indian or something, something. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'll go to the next person of color. And then if they're white, there's gotta be like something off. Eclectic. Yeah. Something got redhead. Be different. You have to set some type of struggle. Something gotta be up. Maybe have like a half shaved head, something. I don't know. <laughs> Not talking to like a blonde woman, Right. but <laughs> I mean, eventually, but also she's the last way, on like, the totem pole. <laughs> dead ass. Yeah. Um, I think in certain industries, black people think there's only room for like one of us. One, yeah. So I've been in situations where I've reached out to people that I admire, and they just fucking curve me. Yeah. And I will never do that. Do you know what's so
0: so crazy is that when you're in those spaces, you almost feel like you have to kind of like hold it down for everybody.
1: Like when you're the only.
0: Yeah. Or like when there's a few of you. So I wonder if it's like. I, you know, worked really hard to be here, and I want to kind of like establish a certain like precedent of who we are. And I don't know you. I mean, I don't know what goes through these people's heads because I'm. I'm I am i I'm yeah. down to put everybody on. I'm just throwing out. I don't know. <coughs> how
2: hypotheticals. Ain't no way to justify it, really.
1: Some <laughs> some black people like being the token. Let's be honest. Some like, people do. I went to um Colgate and. Uh, I was a part of a very white sorority, like one of the whitest in the country. And there were also um, white fraternities. And I remember there, were, there was like, I don't know, it was like there was this black guy in a fraternity, I won't say what fraternity, he probably knows who he is. And he liked mm. being the only black person, like he liked that feeling. Some people like being a token. Like, I don't really get it. But what does that look like?
2: Like, what is that? Was like, he getting more attention? Or, like, why would like, he like Like, everyone that? thinks
1: he's so cool. But in reality, he was, like, the corniest black guy. Yeah. Like, basically was a white man with black skin. Yeah. Um, Super corny. I wonder <laughs> how
0: they, like, navigate the sunken place. Because I have a lot of friends like that. And, yo, it's crazy how you, like, learn and your eyes are open. But, like... Y'all niggas dead ass in the sunken place out here just, like, rubbing shoulders with Becky. Mm-hmm. Tom and Tim. Because, like, when shit really hits the fan,
1: they don't really have out. your back. But I can understand how you can get there. Like, it's, white life looks so nice. Like, this is going to sound fucked up, but Does I was it? on Instagram looking at... I was looking at wedding... I was having, like, weird wedding fever. Uh-oh. <laughs> and whatever. And I was looking at, like, brides and, like, all these fucking white brides in there. Uh, grassy Hamptons weddings, and I was like, "Shit! Like, I know I could just have that, that too. get you a Grassy Hamptons <laughs> wedding. <laughs> no, I know I could have that, but even just a black person having that—that's kind of like a black person in a white space, space and doing something white. So we gotta go it? to Africa, <laughs> go
2: to the vineyard and, and do it. Okay. Oh yeah, Martha's Vineyard to is kind of like vineyard. a white. It's like a.
1: It's like black people trying to be. Wait, kind is of Is it?
2: Or is it just kind we of wanted to go to the beach and we were like, Well, this is going to be our haven.
0: I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but I I don't go there. But so they don't ex don't even other really black people, out. people out. out.
1: They ex black people out. I, this, I do you have look, to look a at the Martha's
0: black. vineyard blacks yeah. a little bit differently. Obama, More I know fraudulent. you went to the vineyard. You were not included in this. <laughs> but you it's know you post. know those black people that, you know, yeah, they a lot of them. Their parents are the token, and yeah. kind of have groomed them to be the next token, and yeah. they pass this down
2: in this like secret
0: society. I mean, yeah. let's let's air it out, Glenn,
2: Jack, and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I still have never been to Martha's Vineyard. How? I, I Jack went and Jillster. I, I don't know. And, 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 and yo. I've never been. We used to go to the Jersey Shore. Okay. And I would be like, and then everyone would be like, will we see you on the Vineyard this summer?
1: Yeah, but you're like the most down-to-earth Jack and Jill person
2: Yeah, Explanatory
0: comma, let the people know what the Jack and Jill is. What is Jack and Jill?
2: So, I guess it's just a social club for middle-class black people. But although I think, like, when you look up what it's for, nothing, like, they don't say anything specific about, like, socioeconomic status per se. But it's supposed to be about, like, giving you access to... Like, my God, I wish I could read. What and you have to be invited, right? You're, yeah, you have to be, in, yeah, if you want to pull it up. You have to be invited. Um, but there's things like, you know, I, I was in it since I was like seven and t- through high school till I was a senior. And we go skiing, we go horseback riding, we do a lot of like bougie ass things. Shit? Yeah, but then I was also in the Brooklyn chapter. So we would like, supposed to, we were supposed to do, go to the movies or something, and we would just go smoke Black and milds. um and just do shit that we everybody else would do because we all live doing hood rat yeah we all lived in bedside and flatbush so like I, i i'm so fucking grateful that i at least had those like multiplicities or whatever otherwise i could be in connecticut oh god like a connecticut jack and jill chapter would be terrible Yikes. does it say anything specific at all
1: okay should i read the wikipedia
2: um yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, you tell me if something seems off. Okay, mm-hmm. you'll be the fact checker. It says, Jack and Jill of America. Jack and Jill of America is an African-American organization formed during the Great Depression. It was formed in 1938 by African-American mothers with the idea of bringing together children in a social and cultural environment. It is headquartered in Washington, D.C. The objectives of Jack and Jill of America Incorporated are to create a medium of contact for children, which... Which will assimilate, which will simulate growth and development and provide children constructive, educational, cultural, civic, health, recreational and social programs. Since 1938, the organization continues on dedicating its resources to improving the quality of life, particularly for all African-American children. But you can't be from the projects.
2: Right. Ooh, right, yo, that's that the wasn't thing. on Wikipedia. I added that. And <laughs> that in 1938, so you had to be real generic, lighted. right? You had to pass oh, a yeah. uh, uh, paper, paper bag test. test. And you're right. When you make things invitation only, then it, things only operate within a certain world, right? That's like
1: white shit, like yeah. country clubs and dinner yeah. All of that all is that done
2: intentionally. Like I remember going to Cape Cod. I was like, "This is fucking crazy." Yeah, like the all of these little getaways are like carefully constructed. Absolutely, to maintain a certain quality of life. I want to get back to what you said about what did you just say? That white life looks so. What it did you looks say? nice, yo. <laughs> white life looks nice.
1: It looks nice. I want I a am fucking weak. house with a white picket fence and saying, a little brown, fence? nice dog fluffing around, right? And like a little cook and servant. Like that shit looks fun. Ooh, now she's adding a cook and a servant. Yeah, that's really nice white life, but like it's still white life. I don't know. All my boarding school friends live like that. I think we're
0: going to have to get into this and, and really break down even the our language in terms of like, what is white? Right. What is a white activity? Right. We're all guilty of it, but I mean- Okay, how many black
1: people you know go horseback riding, Sade?
2: I know. Oh, well, I know some folks.
1: They own Jack and Joe. I- <laughs> Cannot say I know okay, many exactly. uh,
0: like like black equestrians. <laughs> per se. Oh, weekend!
1: Shout out to you. Wasted time. <laughs>
0: uh, but you know, this is this is our job here in this chat to 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 change the dialogue, to change the
2: definitions, and to challenge our own challenge conceptions our own. and misconceptions. You know, maybe and, and biases. Next yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah.
0: we'll all go ride some horses. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> fuck out of here.
1: I'm not trying to get kicked in the face. I can watch all Chelsea those. missed it. Double entendre.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: oh ride some horses. I got it. <laughs> oh gosh. All but right. yes, everyone.
0: So we are the black girls texting. I'm Shade.
1: I'm Glenn. And I'm Chelsea. Chelsea Pinky.
0: <laughs> she has a thing with this like sex operator
1: voice. Um, I used to, people used to tell me that I should be a sex operator. Wait, ask me to say something I'll do it.
0: Okay. Um, oh say the, um, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane.
1: <clears throat> the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. <laughs>
2: that was fucking <laughs> weird. That, wait, that, wait, okay. like, wait, wait, Let me Maybe some <laughs> spoken word poetry, like some slam poetry. Okay, all right, let me do it again.
1: The rain <laughs> in Spain... Falls on the plane.
0: That's not how you speak. <laughs> Anyways,
1: <laughs> thank
0: you for tuning in, listening to us. Peep our Instagram
1: at yes. Black Girls Texting. Um, Should you spell it for the people that are uh, hood rats and can't spell <laughs> like Azariah? <laughs> I will. I will oh not God. be doing that. But it is the word black. B L A C K girls. G I R L S. Oh dear. <laughs> she's a teacher texting t-e-x-t-i-n-g can
0: also hit our gmail account black girls texting at gmail if you want to give us some love some suggestions we might want to take some listener letters yeah listener letters i feel like our next one we should really kind of like dive into relationships and all the juiciness that kind of gives you a little more backstory as to who we are because we just like plopped ourselves that sounds fun we can onto do that to the onto the listeners and they probably think we are a bunch of lunatics <laughs> <laughs> so we are check us out all right any final words ladies
1: this was fun yeah
0: for the first great.
1: one i think i had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun
2: i love talking to you guys. i love talking and to texting my girls. you guys i love
1: texting you guys black love black sisterhood yeah, yeah. so cardi and azalea just kiss and make up make a little song Hopefully it sounds more Cardi than
2: Azalea. I'd be so here for a collaboration between the two of them. And a what? A collaboration. A collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I Later. beat you all it too because I never want to hear that ever in my life. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.